What is going on guys and welcome back to the Virtual Inbox. I am Paul and I'm one half of this superb team which brings you the best football manager podcast in the community. Now that's been voted, that is accurate. And the second half of the team is Ryan, also known as the FM teacher. Hello Ryan and welcome along. I laugh because we say, we say superb team, but this episode was supposed to go out last week. Don't be a snitch, Ryan. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Hey, Don't do we've it. We've had people we've had people waiting going, Where is this podcast? It's all on Twitch and you're there blaming me and then I blamed you and you said that it was a technicality. Yeah, um can I just um yeah. I'll hold my hands up and just say that um we recorded the episode, I sent it over to Ryan and he accidentally deleted it. But then <laughs> these things happen, okay? So don't get on his back. It's okay. Wow. Ryan, just so you know, I forgive you. I have proof. Oh. Pictographic proof of your messages. Pictographic proof. <laughs> but yeah, so this is this this episode has been done before. Um we're gonna have to do it again, but don't worry. All that means is we are experienced in these topics. So Ryan, do you wanna do you wanna explain to what the topics actually are? Uh yeah, we can we can briefly go over the um FM update because it is a it's a topic of debate because there's apparently going to be another update that because the update has obviously affected a lot of databases. Um people have had to what's it called? Um they have to do something on the editor to make sure that they work with the twenty one point three update. Um and then there's apparently there's going to be a new update by Sports Interactive that puts in the transfers. So I don't know what the 21.3 update has specifically changed because my understanding of how FM updates after the January transfer window is the big update that they promote on social media is their transfer update. So I'm not sure what's, what's missing because I've just carried on my save since the start of Football Manager, which is which is what I usually do. But um, there are things that are broken. Like you, you've messaged me abuse after me sending you some things to use on your uh, Twitch stream because they weren't updated. But hey-ho, we'll, we'll, we'll see what SI do with, their, with this new update that's supposedly coming out. I mean, I'm going to be interested to see what the update is because as you say, I thought um, the winter update with all the transfers and stuff was done. But clearly, they released it very early this year, though. That's what they sh- did. It did shock me when it came out. So I do wonder if they have just said, shit, we've missed half the world. Um, <laughs> we've, we forgot that there's more countries than just England. We probably should have just waited. But now we've released it, we've got to now release a second one. Mm. It's pathetic, really. It is, because there are a lot of um, like database uh content creators that do transfer updates that are delaying updating their databases because they're waiting on the sports interactive one because that's going to be the what you would call it the base database that they have to go off in order to update the thing is they seem to balls up so much when they do these updates as well like you said the database is not working and stuff Mm. there's always so many issues it's 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 so cowboy run, it's ridiculous. Which, I, mean, I don't understand why 
updates break if they are fixing the game i mean i know if they're if they're changing certain rules or i don't know if they're changing something within specific leagues then i can understand it but i don't understand specifically what breaks that stops databases from working so i think when it did update i thought well i'm gonna check because i'm gonna i'm gonna have to create my uh the 325 player database that I used to do some of the stuff for FM base. And I clicked on all the things and I just had a load of exclamation marks next to a lot of databases that, Oh, these are all broken and they're not working. So I was like, okay, I'll wait. Uh, I don't understand. Like I'm with you. I don't understand exactly what is that breaks. Um, but no, I guess we'll find out when the new database comes out and see what messes up this time. Um, I saw that a lot of people were complaining about injuries, so FM got Grasshopper to write an article basically explaining about squad rotation. Um, <laughs> that's normally their way to get around something. If there's something wrong, they're like, oh, well, actually, you've just got to manage it differently. And it's normal mm. that your player's dead after, like, a week. No, so, I mean, but I think we... I don't know if we discussed it when we, um, we spoke about uh, Majestic Eternity's realistic injuries patch. Um, if you ever got him on, he would speak in detail about the lack of detail that is in the game in terms of injuries. I, don't, I think there's about 90 injuries on the base game and then Majestic adds a, a, just a dictionary level of detail onto the game with injuries. So man, managing it, yes, because you have to manage it when you add his realistic injuries pack. But when it, when it becomes that there's um five or six injuries consistently because um you sent you sent someone to me regarding injuries that was a consistency for them and I directed them towards majestic eternity because what I find is um I don't have as many injuries as people seem to be complaining about whether that's just because I've carried on my game from the start of FM and I don't have those specific injury changes, I don't know. I mean, I think to say there's no issue is just wrong. Like, it's as simple as that. If someone says mm. there's nothing wrong with the game, you just got to manage your injuries, then you're wrong. It's simple. Um, there is a, a an issue, it seems, to do, to do with the match. Um, the, the way people are getting tired and picking up injuries. Now, yes, people get tired and pick up injuries, but I have so many players who have a lot of good attributes, etc. when it comes to that side of the game, yet by a quarter of the way through the season, they're pretty much finished and just can't do anything. And like literally, they need like a two-week holiday, so they have it. And a month later, they need a holiday again, and they're picking up injuries. And mm-hmm. I went into a I'm... game with York with 11 players injured. Even though I literally rotate constantly trying to monitor my squad for, like, if they're under a specific fitness level on the heart, they don't even start games and stuff. Mm. I'm wondering if it's something to do with the way they've potentially coded player fitness on this version of the game with um, not COVID so much being in the game, but the way COVID affected the game and the way it affected players in real life because a lot of teams didn't have as big a preseason as they normally do in real life. So is it down to that? SI will probably never admit what is potentially causing the problem, but 
potentially. It could be that they've coded players' fitness to be limited, but then by the time you get into the season, you would think they'd be up to match fitness and they wouldn't be getting injured as much as they are on the game. It's just, it, it is frustrating. But like I said, I mean, you can't say anything because you just get told where you've got to manage it differently. <laughs> so it's it's almost like you just bang your head against a wall, like at the end of the day. Oh, like when, uh, when when football manager messages, we can um, we can turn their backs. We'll send them your way. You can be blunt again. I've spoke to them in the past, and like I, I communicate in a in a civil way. But if I don't like something within the game, I'll say it. I don't get on my knees like some people do and just refuse to <laughs> refuse to actually say the home truths about how something's working or whatever. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. It's simple it is. fact. There's some issues with the game. I'm not saying I don't play because there's issues. I'm just saying there is some issues with the game. It, it's. I'm not saying, oh, I don't want to play this game. There's some issues. I'm just saying this is an issue within the game. Accepted or not, it's an issue within the game. So... We move on anyway. We digress. Let's we move do. on. We, we, we move on. Uh, we'll go on to personal saves, which is uh, is going to be uh, different because you, you've started some off, right. exci- exciting Twitch streams. Come which, on. Uh, you, you said you wanted to lay finished. into me. <laughs> I laid into you on, on the stream. I mean, I'll, I'll let you explain what no, you're doing. No, no, no. No, no. I want, I want you to explain what the idea is behind what you're going to do on the Twitch stream. Okay, then you can describe for anyone who's not been in the streams how it's been going. So I've called it Journeyman Stroke Pentagon. And the reason behind the the name is I want to do the Pentagon Challenge, but I'm under no illusion that there is a possibility I don't have time to do it. So it could turn into just a normal Journeyman. But how would you describe it, Ryan? Um, I mean, it's funny watching someone like you play that just gets frustrated quite easily. Um, I mean, you've you've got the international team in Aruba, which is a uh, it will keep you going. Uh, but you started off at the um South African club. Like, I can't even remember Royal the name. AM. That's that's the one. Royal AM. And you went on that uh, lovely seven game unbeaten run. Never and then... lost a game with them. And then something went on with Kaiser Chiefs where you didn't click apply, but you applied. And then the board got very angry and upset. And then you got sacked and tried to apply for lots of jobs in South Africa and weren't really getting anywhere. Um, I think people in chat were um, basically saying you're going to get banished from the country of South Africa, but you've managed to take over a... uh, a team in the second tier, is it? Yeah, another tier? team in the second tier, the same team but, on Royal AM win. But they are very... Uh, well, we I mean, how, we how, how, how can we describe them? Awful. Like, honestly, I'm surprised. That, like, none of them know how to play football. <laughs> um, So we were mid-table when I took over on the lunchtime stream today. And after the evening stream today... We were bottom of the table and sacked. So we're now we're now on the job hunt again. We're not going to South Africa again. I'm on strike. And also they probably locked the border so I can't get back in. 
So, yeah, uh, that's but, been a lot of fun. How's your personal save going anyway, Ryan? It's actually been going, going quite well. I mean, um, I don't post. I mean, it's a difficult one uh, posting on Twitter because I like to post a lot of pictures and a lot of text. And on Twitter, you're limited to characters, which really frustrates me. Um, but I do post a lot over discords. And um, I've even been brave enough to post this save on facebook on the odd occasion because i know exactly what people are like on facebook and i think i've only ever had one person question me about how did i end up with um esposito and um aaron ramsdale at coventry um so for those that don't know i uh started a coventry save um just to just to probably play out fm because i haven't i haven't really got much into a challenge on fm and i just thought i'll take over coventry and see see how far I can take them. Um, and I'm currently fourth fourth season in. Um, uh, I've just got to January and I'm now sitting top of the Premier League, um, top of the group in the Champions League for the first season that Coventry have ever been in the Champions League and um, heading to a third Carabao Cup. So things have, things have gone, things have gone quite well, but the, um, the aim... The aim going forward, um, because of how I've I've managed the club, I've basically just axed off a lot of the players. A lot of the youth team have gone because they were just god dread awful. And they weren't they weren't going to develop to this to the standard of a top four Premier League team. But the board, well, I've got a brand I've got a brand new board. They took over a few seasons ago, and they're obviously they're getting more money because we're in the Premier League and now we're in the Champions League. So there's that more money coming in. They've upgraded the youth facilities. They've upgraded the training facilities, and I think twice in two consecutive seasons they've increased the um, youth recruitment. So I think the youth recruitment is now at an exceptional level. So the focus now is going to be on internal development because uh with being in the champions league you have to have four homegrown players and then the homegrown uh club homegrown players and then you have to have eight homegrown players um mm. registered within your club which has been difficult because there are not many club homegrown players at coventry uh, that are of a good standard so i've had to limit the squad registration because I'd rather not register some numb nut just leave a space. I'd rather just leave a space and wait for some potential to potentially come through. I mean I have got probably one or two that have come through in the in the previous years when the youth recruitment hasn't been at the quality that I've got it to now. I mean the next stage I think there is one above exceptional youth recruitment i think i don't know if there's superb youth recruitment i can't remember um but that'll be the next stage and it'll probably it'll probably take a few years for the board to actually agree to that um the funny thing that i find on this save is i've asked the board for me to do my coaching badges i i think i've lost count i've done the national c but they won't let me do any other qualification because all I get is a response is if you do this, if you do the other qualifications, another club is going to take you away. So obviously I'm locked prisoner at Coventry City and cannot leave. <laughs> we don't want you to get your coaching badges. We're scared you're going to leave us. <laughs> Basically, yeah. 
But, um, I mean, it, you're flying to be in the Champions League in your third season, you qualify for the Champions League. Now, in your fourth season, you're doing well in the Champions League and also battling again for the top four. I think it's insane um, mm. to show the, the, the development you've had in your personal save. Um, it is. I mean, I, what I've, I've tried to veer away. I mean, obviously, I can't buy the like that Erling Haaland's and the Tenales and all those usual players that you can quite easily buy at the top clubs. Uh, but even a few other players that um, a lot of people will buy on Football Manager. So I've got players like Max Bird from Derby in my team, who I think he's been fantastic. Um, I'm actually trying to load up my team now and just see see who I've uh, I've got. I've got a fair few Scottish players, which is which is bizarre, but they're quite good Scottish players. Like I've got some. Uh, I've got Ross McCrory from Aberdeen, and he cost me I think about three million pounds. No, two point eight million pounds, and he's just a complete workhorse. Um, steal for Premier League club as well. Exactly. I mean, he's got. Um, I'm just looking at his mentals here. Um, his bravery is 16. His composure is 16. His determination is 16. Um, and leadership of 17. So I was like, absolute steal. I'm I'm, I'm going to take him. He can play centre plaque, defensive mid, um, centre mid, right back, right wing back. So I thought that a versatile player. I, I can't not turn him down. And hundred percent. He's a He's been he's been a revelation. Um, I mean, if you are on the Discord channels that I am in, um, all the pictures are on there, or I probably will post a picture of the players that I brought over the last few seasons because um, they're quite interesting ones and they're 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 quite cheap. And when you see that usual transfer breakdown um, at the end of a transfer window, I've spent in this transfer window. Um, it wasn't actually, it wasn't that much. Much, much compared to what Coventry spend in real life, but uh, compared to, so I spent 46.5 million this transfer window. And I think Man United and the Man Cities ended up spending like 170 million. Yeah, so you've, you've balanced your books well in terms of spending. Balancing, yeah, because I've only, I've received 30.5. So I've spent, 16-ish million. That's good going, that isn't so, it? That's good going. Good going, and if I if I if I win the league, I mean, I don't know. I I can't seem to beat Liverpool at the moment. That's the challenge next. If I can beat Liverpool twice in this season, no, once more because I uh, I lost to this season already. I reckon I could probably push for that league. You've not been watching the Premier League. Lots of teams have showed how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that joke but... backfired on Ryan there. Come on then, what's the next topic, Ryan? <laughs> what, what are we talking about next? Next topic. Uh, so we'll look at real-life tactics in FM, and we're talking here um, about um, RDF tactics, who I know we've recorded this pod already, so um, I'm hoping you've had a look at some, some RDF um, tactics and RDF website. Um, RDF is a content creator who um, had a big argument on the Sports Interactive Forum uh, this week. Saw uh, that. He post- I did see that. He, there you go. He he posted a video, and I think one of the SI moderators messaged him. And, well, it's uh, SI, 
SI being SI, but we yeah, we're not we're not gonna go down that route anymore. We've done that with the with the uh, update. Um RDF is a is a very good tactician. He makes a lot of real life tactics for managers that are managing now and managers that have managed previously. Like he's just recently made a Sir Alex Ferguson 2007-2008 tactic. Um he's made a Jose Mourinho tactic, he's made the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer tactic. Thomas Tuchel's, um, and he goes into detail. Like when you watch his videos, he'll break it all down. And then for somebody like me who um, I can't tend to watch YouTube content for Football Manager, I don't know why. I like to read it. Um, he's got his own website where he um, he talks about it as well. So um, if anybody is struggling tactically on Football Manager, RDF is somebody who I definitely recommend going to read his stuff because yeah there is the big debate about downloading tactics is cheating to me i don't think it's cheating because you can learn a lot from people like him like you can just see what what are his ideas and then you can use some of his ideas and then adapt it with your own i think it's um it's always fascinating when people are creating real life tactics to see how far they can push football manager towards towards their like realistic looking shapes and stuff so it is definitely great to see i think it's great mm-hmm. that he does in video and text form because like you say people like you who live in the past don't want to <laughs> watch a watch like modern like things on a screen you need to read that text you know so you just stick to being a granddad and i think it's i think it's fantastic god uh, okay, we'll talk about uh, text because the uh, the next topic um is actually from someone who does very very long articles. So we're going to talk about um training in FM and um passion for FM. Who anyone who knows in the FM community does some very long but very detailed articles on his website, and uh, we know that recently um Espen has had his struggles. And he hasn't written a lot for Football Foot Manager 2021, but the content that he has done has been fantastic. And this training schedule's mega back has been around for a few FMs now. And it covers the the base tactical styles, and you can have training schedules for those, but you also have preseason schedules, you have a um a schedule for youths and on his post, he'll talk about how each training schedule links into the tactical style that you'll use. So you can schedule. just schedule. Schedule. Bloody southerners. <laughs> schedule. That's how you say it. You were saying schedule. Ske- Ske- I can't even say it. <laughs> you were saying whatever you were saying. I southern eye from the Midlands. Speak properly. <laughs> schedule. It's yeah, that's sh- what you were saying. Schedule. schedule. It's because it's a sh- phonics. I Speak properly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Aren't we the best working partnership? <laughs> I think it's going well. We finished on that topic. I wasn't listening. Uh, well, you were listening. You were just listening to the way I was speaking. Um, That's true. Yeah, but, schedule. Uh, train. Tra- can't say it now. Tra- training schedules. Is that how you want me to say it? Yeah, nailed it. Very good. Yeah, so tra- training schedules. Wow. <laughs> this, pod, this pod's going well. Paul sidetracked me now. 
Um, but yeah, please go check out the um, Passion for FM training schedules me- mega pack. Yeah, go and do it. And also, we do wish Espen well. I spoke to him the other day actually on a on Twitter DMs, and we just had a brief conversation. He is um, getting himself sorted, which is great to see. So we wish him well. Obviously, as, in, as he continues through a difficult time, which everybody's going through in terms of um, all this lockdown, etc., and just tough times in the world. So there's many people who know what he's going through and can offer support if he needs it. He knows people are there to help him. Um, and sometimes it's difficult to reach out, so people need to just stick together, you know? Exactly. That. My dog's having a bad dream, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, we've got two more topics. So we're going to talk um, about youth development. Uh, so we've got um, youth tournaments, which um, you've discussed with me, Paul. Um, so I've directed you towards uh, Majestic Eternity's youth tournaments download. But then um, I thought we could have a talk about how we uh, go about youth development, because this is this is going to be the topic of my next article football manager and it's probably going to take a while can i just say that this topic i'm going to live on the podcast cancel and tell everybody that next week's will be a podcast dedicated to that oh very good i like that so mid 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 podcast changes yeah but we basically now they are like oh my god i can't wait for next week's now (laughs) okay mid mid podcast changes so that means that means i've got to really get in get in to dive deep into Sorry, the Ryan, um, just into think the we article can, we can push nearly a whole episode i think with just that topic yeah we can so yeah we can we can we can all right we'll so do the last the final we'll, topic then get, we'll get, the give topic. me the f- stop talking while i'm talking <laughs> schedule give me the like final I'm, topic like i'm at school oh uh, so fine fine Final topic is an article I have um, about analysts on Football Manager, and um, we'll we'll talk about how SI have introduced roles on Football Manager, and then when they've initially introduced them, they don't seem to do a lot, and then a few FMs down the line, they actually have a purpose on the game. So um, on Football Manager Twenty One, we now have the analysts that have been split into two sections. On the game, we now have recruitment analysts and we have performance analysts. So obviously the performance analyst forms a bigger part of the game at the moment because they were the sports analysts um, on previous versions of the game where they will analyse player performance, they'll analyse opposition performances, they'll analyse individual player performances and give you a lot of data in the polygraphs and charts and all the data that um anybody who knows me i absolutely love um and i wish i had the time to dedicate to just looking at um player development and writing an article about it because it is something that you can really go to town with um the other side of it the recruitment analyst i'm still trying to figure out what they actually do on the game so my understanding of it is off my um, research, we'll say, because there's not a lot of information out there about, about the role at the moment, is that the recruitment analysts 
analyzes the effectiveness of your backroom staff. And that is basically all I can get from it at the moment. So I'm assuming that this role has been added into the game at a, what can we call it, a simplistic level. And then, I don't know, maybe for FM22, FM23, the role is going to be expanded or either just got rid of completely. No, I think it will be. I think how how you've put all that is 100% correct. And I do think they will expand on it. I think it's like some things in the past which come in like through the back door and then they can just cord them in then over the next year or two add them a little bit deeper so i think you're mm. you're correct on that it's, it's very similar to the um when they introduced uh sports scientists into the game they were introduced and i think they literally did nothing on the game they were just there as a role they had a title but nobody could really figure out what they were actually doing um what, now what they seem for? now they seem to have a purpose and now we have head of sports scientists along with sports scientists and sports scientists for the youth teams which is really helpful and um we're probably going to shoot ourselves in the foot because football manager will probably go well, you spoke about sports scientists and then you spoke about injuries in our new update if you use that properly fair, you won't have just... that I was just about to say the sports scientists are pretty shit then because my players still get injured constantly, so they crap at the job. Yeah, but then they'll probably say you need to recruit better ones, so there's always an answer. Ugh, if they always have an answer, man, it's just come they, back central, that's why I don't bother. They do, they, they, all, they always have an answer. But the thing but, is, um, we are entitled to our opinions. They are. are entitled to their opinions, but their game is not coded perfectly so they can never ever come back to you and say your opinion on their coding is incorrect because your opinion is your opinion and on a game which is coded to determine a specific like a number of injuries from specific situations every game will have different situations every game will have a different reasoning behind the amount of injuries mm-hmm. now it only takes one of them situations to be slightly coded wrong to influence and give you more injuries than maybe the other person you're talking to so from some exactly. people's experience they'll say oh well, i've not really had many injuries well you might not be flicking that switch mm. so screw it I mean, there is, uh, and I think it is, that is the issue with Football Manager. The game match engine is very situational coding, is what I assume. I think, I think I've seen this recently in um, Ben's streams when um, the opposite, the opposition, no, he had a corner and the opposition headed it out towards uh, Ben's deepest defender. But the defender didn't go towards the ball. It was the defensive mid that was running backwards towards the defender who managed to get the ball. The defender on the halfway line didn't move, which you think that defender is already facing the ball. Why would he not go towards the ball? And me and Ben had, we had quite a good discussion about how situationally is that coded in terms of the ball being headed out. Is that still the corner coding and then as soon as the ball touches another player like if it touches the dm 
that's then back to match coding and then that DM can pass it to the centre mid. Talk about shitty ass coding. I had a situation I you've probably noticed it. Being a football manager for years now, where when you have a corner, for some reason your centre backs always seem to appear on the wing. Yeah. Like I've had corners where my centre backs told to attack the front post and one of them will be standing over on the wing for some reason. And for years that's been happening. And when I've reported there's a bug before in the gate or in the, in the forums, I get told that's due to my corner setup or whatever. Load of trash. Load of trash. Mm. But I think we've I think we've ranted enough, Ryan. People have a good thirty minutes of us ranting. We have. I think um, I think I think we'll just call this episode rant. Yeah, just say just a, a few things <laughs> off our chest is gonna be what's called <laughs> or something. But yeah, tomorrow um so next week we're gonna do uh so, um, youth tomorrow, development. Tomorrow is very tomorrow is a very ambitious call. Well, I know. <laughs> um I'll be streaming tomorrow now, Ryan. You better be there. Um I will be there. I think we can do a good one about youth development. I think what we should talk about is how we see the journey for a player who comes through the intake towards our first team, because that's changed a lot for me as well over the last two years in FM. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's the potential to discuss youth development at different levels, because obviously yeah. it'll be it'll be very different for like someone like Ben who's doing his Man United save, but doing it in big detail, and he is bringing players through. Like he's yeah. got James Garner in the first team. He's got um, Ahmad Diallo in the first team Shola Soltare is in the first team um but then somebody who like well like your team in well you don't have a team at the moment on your twitch talk about York. Someone, like, talk about York. Someone, someone about York where they start very low down I imagine very difficult actually a couple of them are just broken in my first team but it, it is you've got to handle it differently um it, it kind of gives you a bit more freedom at lower level, but we'll discuss it all, and I'll even make notes so we've got <laughs> things to talk about. I know, I know. Settle down. <laughs> it could even be... He said it now. We'll, we'll, we'll want pitch, 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 graphic proof. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll pull out a piece of paper and just scribble some random shit down before <laughs> we start. And go, there you go, I've got notes. But thank you for listening, everyone. Ryan, thank you. Your insight tonight has been helpful. We we'll see you next time. Hopefully, we'll see you uh, next no, time. There'll be no delete. I'm not going to delete it. I promise. Thanks for tuning, guys. We have been the virtual inbox, and we will see you next week for an actual quality podcast, potentially. <laughs>